morning, it's January 11th, and this is your Daily Brief in Science. Here's everything you need to know. In a stark revelation from a global assessment conducted by an international team of researchers, it's been uncovered that shark fishing activities are intensifying, culminating in the tragic loss of approximately 80 million sharks every year. Alarmingly, this figure includes 25 million sharks from threatened species. Despite the existence of regulations to shield these apex predators, efforts like the legislation meant to curb shark finning are falling short of their goal. On a more positive note, data shows a decline in deaths among offshore fisheries, suggesting that sharks that are released have a fighting chance to survive. Addressing this pressing issue, the study calls for a series of urgent actions, the establishment of geographic protections, tightening fishing regulations, enhancing transparency, outright bans on shark fishing, strict enforcement of catch limits, and initiatives that promote the intrinsic value of live sharks in their natural ecosystem. A separate study adds a new angle, indicating that well-intentioned regulations, which demand fishers to land whole sharks, may have backfired, inadvertently spiking the demand for shark meat and thus fueling the increase in shark fatalities. Portugal has been identified as a key player in the plight of these majestic sea creatures, with the country's activities leading to the death of over 200,000 sharks annually. This flags a dire need for stronger conservation measures and ramps up the pressure on governments to take definitive actions. Insights from successful conservation programs in small developing island nations are spotlighted, providing a beacon of hope and a model for other regions to replicate. To drive the point home, it is stressed that the global mortality rate for sharks has either steadied or amplified over the last 10 years, underscoring the critical need for enhanced protective measures for these imperiled ocean inhabitants. A landmark study published in Nature has sounded an alarm on the declining snowpack across the Northern Hemisphere, pointing directly to human-caused climate warming as the culprit. With an analysis that spans 169 river basins, the cold, hard numbers reveal that 82 of them, including significant basins like the Colorado River in the United States, are seeing diminished snowpack levels. This isn't just an environmental issue. It's a vital socioeconomic concern since snowpack is a key source for agricultural irrigation, safe drinking water, and hydropower generation. While winter sports enthusiasts may bemoan the shorter ski seasons, the implications go far beyond vacation plans. Regions standing on the precipice of the so-called snow loss cliff are facing a grim reality where each incremental degree of warming further exacerbates snow loss. This is particularly dire for the 2.1 billion individuals residing in basins that depend heavily on this snow for their freshwater supply. Decades-long research by Dartmouth College confirms that we have seen a significant nosedive in snowpack across the Northern Hemisphere for the past 40 years, thanks to global warming. The impact is widespread, knitting together communities from the southwestern and northeastern United States to central and eastern Europe. For drought-prone regions like California, which lean on this snow for annual water reserves, the forecast looks particularly dry and bleak. Beyond the environmental toll, the hit to economies reliant on winter recreation and ski tourism cannot be ignored. These insights from the research not only lay out the stark impact of global warming on our dwindling snow and water resources, but also serve as a clarion call for immediate, concerted action to address the repercussions of climate change. 
In the dusty plains of New Mexico, paleontologists have unearthed a groundbreaking find, a new species of tyrannosaur, christened Tyrannosaurus macriensis. These ancient bones, tucked away for eons, are estimated to be between 70.9 and 72.7 million years old. A remarkable fact, as this timeline pushes back the known presence of tyrannosaurs on the North American continent and adds a new layer to our understanding of dinosaur diversity and extinction patterns. Peering into the past, T. Macriensis not only carries the legendary Tyrannosaurus name, but might have also loomed larger than its infamous cousin, T. rex. T. Macriensis roamed the bygone landmass known as Laramidia, a Cretaceous period revelation that reinforces the crucial role that southwest North America played in dinosaur evolution. While some experts may debate whether T. Macriensis is a distinct species or a close relative of the iconic T. rex, this discovery is undeniably significant. It paves the way for potential new dinosaur discoveries in this historically rich New Mexican terrain. Moreover, these fossils are a clear indicator that the Tyrannosaurs chapter in history is far from fully written, offering fresh perspectives into their evolutionary journey. Renewable energy is breaking records, and 2023 marks its fastest growth in the last quarter century, with China's solar energy expansion leading the charge. The giant of Asia isn't stopping there. It's on track to make wind and solar power more prominent than hydropower this very year, and by 2025, it's expected to eclipse coal as the number one source of electricity production. While the strides are impressive, a view from the global lens reveals that challenges loom. The International Energy Agency has expressed concern that renewable energy, at its current pace and funding levels, won't meet the ambitious tripling target set at the United Nations climate talks. Funding gaps are particularly noticeable in developing countries, where the need for clean energy investment is most crucial. Regions such as Southeast Asia, Africa, and the Middle East confront significant obstacles in the transition to renewable energy. Critical among them are the established coal and gas power plants, which represent a sizable hurdle in the race to decarbonization. The call for immediate action has gone out to governments and businesses alike. There's consensus that swift measures are vital not only for the health of our planet, but for propelling society forward towards a sustainable future. Such a mammoth task will require amplifying both investments and efforts, particularly in emerging and developing economies, if the goal of tripling renewable energy is to be anything more than an aspirational target. Groundbreaking strides have been made in the field of photonics and electron microscopy. A novel technique dubbed photon-induced near-field electron microscopy, or PINEM, is now enabling scientists to probe materials at unprecedented speeds. For those fascinated by the interplay of light and matter, PINEM is a game-changer, scrutinizing materials' ultra-fast dynamics by leveraging the interaction of electrons and photons. Imagine capturing the very act of light pulses, known as solitons, taking shape within optical integrated circuits. Researchers are not just imagining, they're doing. At EPFL and the Max Planck Institute, for example, they've managed to merge the realms of nonlinear optical phenomena with transmission electron microscopy. Their tool of choice? Something called Kerr solitons. These robust waves of light, shaped and energized as they travel, are now being generated inside minuscule photonic microresonators to watch how they dance with electrons. The door to elevated efficiency and miniaturization in imaging tech is inching open. Thanks to these advances, 
we might soon witness high repetition rate ultra-fast electron microscopy and even particle accelerators all on board a tiny photonic chip. This is not just about zooming into the life of nanoscale particles. It's about enhancing the scope of what we can visualize and understand. The results of this research underscore the untapped potential of electron microscopy in dissecting optical dynamics and crafting non-linear photonic devices, potentially reshaping a spectrum of scientific endeavors. This has been your Daily Brief in Science. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.